Now, Bold Nonsense presents Drinking in the Draft with Disney and the Captain. Todd, 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 Todd. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better than that. I seen your picture. Your name and lots of love it. This is your big debut. It's like a dream come true. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Bold Nonsense Presents Drinking in the Draft. Uh, We are ready to go with episode two. It is Combine Week, but we're going to talk about the Combine next week. Uh, You know, we're recording on Sunday, so the Combine actually isn't even over yet. So we will... um, I don't know, compile our thoughts and get every everything that, um, all the reaction and everything ready to go for next week where we talk combine and then we'll break down a couple positions. Um, but this week we are going to focus on doing our, our first positional breakdowns. We're going to cover interior D linemen and running backs. And we'll talk more about that as we get to it. But we're just going to, I mean, let's just dive in and we're going to start, we're going to start with running backs and we're going to go over things such as, um, we'll give you our positional rankings. So I think we both did eight. Um, we'll at least focus on the top five, probably get into the six, seven, eight guys a little bit at least, uh, but we'll give positional rankings. That's running backs and D line strengths and weaknesses. Give you kind of the overview of that. We're going to go through round placements, which I will go over in a little bit more detail in just a second. Um, Team and scheme fits. And I know Captain here has got some comps, and I'll probably just react to your comps because I didn't do comps. So That works for me. I just uh, put in the work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got a little lazy. (laughs) A little lazy with it. Uh, First week of work. I was distracted. Um, So... You guys know, uh, this is Bold Nonsense Presents. I'm I'm Disney. You know me from from the main one, and you've heard him. If you are a regular listener to Bold Nonsense, he's the captain. Ahoy! And we're your uh, I don't know draft. What do you call people who steer boats other than captains? <laughs> when there's more than, uh, more of them, we're your we're your draft. I don't know sailors. But we're not going to hit any icebergs. Um, this this is Drinking in the Draft, and we are go over the whole draft experience. We cover it all. So as nerdy as you want to get, that's how nerdy we're going to get. Um, Maybe a little more nerdy. Maybe most likely a little more nerdy. Maybe more in-depth than you want, but uh, just come in either way. Yeah. Uh, you know, last week we talked about it kind of at the end of the pod. Last week was a big one and it had to really set everything up. This week we get to focus a little bit more, hopefully be a little bit more concise and just have a good, good, uh, little talk about running backs and D linemen. Now getting into that, D linemen will be like interior guys 
And then the, your traditional defensive ends, we do have an edge position that we will cover later, which will have a little bit bigger names. Um, and I think we even talked about, a little bit about this last week, where like the edge is Von Miller. Yeah. This D-line is J.J. Watt. Um, so the last thing before we get into it is I want to go over how we're going to do our round placements. And we'll kind of remind you as we give our rounds, like kind of what that means. But this is how, how we broke it down. And I'll start with a seventh rounder. So a seventh rounder would equate to being a priority free agent or kind of your flyer pick. So if we say, I think this guy's a seventh rounder, that's what we mean. He's more of a flyer. He's more of a, a guy you want to bring in, but not use a draft pick on. Fifth and sixth rounders, if, if we have those grades on the guys, they're going to be roster players. They're your uh, your extras. I don't know. What do, you, what do you equate a roster player to? Like guys on the fringe, like during the preseason, they're kind of battling for a spot. Um, okay. Or, or a guy that's just purely there for depth. So if you watched last year's Hard Knocks, like the, the linebacker, the, what is it, Atabuki or whatever? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that was that. Yeah, that's close enough. Uh, Kind of those guys. The fourth rounders will be um, backups and potential contributors. So, guys that will, um, I don't know, maybe special teamers. Special teamers and maybe uh, like third running backs and like running back by committee. Like that, those kind of guys. Like a a small, uh, like a Boston Scott. Boston Scott, I Wendell was thinking... Smallwood, I don't know. I was thinking, um... Like a Rex Burkhead? Yeah. Okay. Uh, third rounders are, like, contributors, so they're gonna be special teamers at, at, a, at minimum. Yeah. And more likely, guys who use... Uh, Kendrick Bourne for the Niners yeah. this year. Perfect. Your third receivers, fourth receivers, mm-hmm. like, things like that. Um, Rotational guys. Yeah. Trying to think of of other big ones this year, Kendrick Bourne's like yeah nailed Spot it. On. <laughs> um, second rounders, potential starters. So those guys will fight for starters. If not, you know, like the two. Um, that could be either way. That could be Sony Michelle or James White because right. they kind of like flip back and forth. Those are our second round grades. In our, you know, from our perspective. And then we, we kind of have f- first rounders. There's a late first, which is pretty much immediate. Um, immediate well, that doesn't make any sense. I think I switched these. Uh, so there's late first, which is superstar ability. Uh, and early first, which is immediate superstar. So, um, like, early first is you're, you're taking him and you expect this guy to kill. Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Who you drafted him. To ex- change your offensive line. Expecting him to, what, be one of the first linemen to win, to be an all-pro in his first year or something yeah. like that. Um, and then there's late first where you're expect where, you know, they've got the ability they might not they might, show it all the time. Yeah, they might be a de- developmental guy who's yeah. got who's got all the traits to be a superstar. He just needs some coaching up. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Mike Williams yeah. for the Chargers. Yeah. 
those kind of guys. Um, so that's how our grading system will work. And with that being said, let's do it. Let's start with running backs. Let's get after it. Would you like to start? I mean, how do you want to do this? You want to start with, uh, I can go all the way through my list and just list them off. Then we can talk about them or we can go one by one. Like I do my first one. You do your first one. Let's do it. But let's go, let's go five to one. Five to one? So your fifth best. All right, all right, all right. And then I'll give my fifth best and we'll go to one. Okay. And then we'll give our six, seven, eights later, talk a little bit less about them. That works. All right, so five at running back. I've got out of Utah, Zach Moss. Okay, right. so he's your one. Yeah, so you want me to just talk about him? Yeah. Okay. Give, let's go. Why don't you give me some of his, you know, general. Give me his round. Okay. So kind of place him round wise. Yeah. Then we'll give us some strengths and, and we'll talk kind of scheme and fit and uh, uh, comps at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I've got him as an early third round guy. Um, I think he's, he's borderline second round. I think he's a guy that could contribute in the right scheme or maybe be a guy like a Rex Burkhead um, who's just kind of a change of pace guy. Um, I think he's super talented, uh, but um, I didn't see a lot that, uh, that meant he's, like, he's going to be a superstar in the league. Okay, so you have him at five. Yeah. And I think it makes more sense for me to just say where I've got him. I'll just like kind of react and I'll sure. give yeah. and I'll recap m more recap my list. So Zach Moss, um, you've got him at five. I have him at three. Okay. You had him as a third rounder? Er, yeah, early third. Er, so early borderline third. Er, second, third. I had, yeah, I was thinking mid second to mid third. Okay. And if he was going past there, then you, I mean, you start to get value. Yeah. Um, you've got him as like a change of pace guy. I was a little bit higher on him. I, I thought that he really well-rounded running back, um, who can kind of do everything. He's not a power guy. He's not going to fit in that scheme, but that's not really, the NFL doesn't have much of that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, but everything else, I just, I liked the way he caught the ball. Mm-hmm. Very elusive, and, and we'll be upfront with this. Last week we talked about this off the pod. I watched him last week, and he was the weirdest tape I've ever seen. I yep. told you, and you agreed. Yeah, yeah, he uh, very weird. He looks like he's giving. He looks like he's giving no effort until he makes contact with somebody, and they go flying two yards. Right. He he looks like he's giving no effort. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he doesn't want to be there. Almost like yeah. his facial expression never changes. Yeah. Um. And the moves aren't ever big. Yeah. He's not. He's not really kind of a shifty. He's more of a maybe give you a shake. Mm -hmm. Um, really what I, what my note on him was he's, he's skinny shoulders. Mm -hmm. So he's really good. Kind of like Lamar Jackson esque where Lamar Jackson, he'll give you jukes, but his main thing and why he can run is no one ever gets a solid shot on him because yeah. he's really good at just kind of turning his shoulders, making himself skinnier. Zach Moss does that and he'll do that. And until he decides I'm going to run you over Yeah, and then he'll run that guy over. 
Um, so that, yeah, that dropped him a little bit. But yeah, he's just kind of a weird tape to watch because there's not a lot of flash. There's a lot of production. Yeah, there, there, there is a lot of production. Uh, yeah, I think I was, I was a little more, um, I'd say, uh, tough on the grade, on the round grades, um, than I think you might have been. Uh, and I also, uh, just had, so, so for a strength I have for him is he has really good contact balance. Um, so anytime he's, he's getting hit, he keeps, he keeps his feet, uh, a lot. It takes two or three guys to get him down. Yeah. I have hard to tackle. Yeah. Which is basically the same thing. It's like, you're not going to hit him and he's going to fall. Yeah. You're going to hit him. And if you don't, you know, if you give him a shoulder, he's got balance. So he'll, yeah. he'll just feel it and he'll react well with that. So, yeah, he's hard yeah. to tackle. There's one run specifically against BYU where they're on, I think, like the five. And he gets hit at about the two or three. And he his legs go f- flailing all over the place. And yeah. somehow he gets the leg down and just keeps on running. And then spins off another guy. And he's incredible. Um, another one I had was uh, finishes runs really well. Yeah. Uh, he's not a guy who's going to um, be taken down and kind of just like run out of bounds. He's going to he's gonna get an extra three or three yards. Um, a weakness I had was, uh, like kind of like you said, he doesn't have big moves. Um, he doesn't have a lot of wiggle is a thing that, yeah. that people will say. He's not going to he's not going to juke you out of your cleats. But um, really, I was just kind of nitpicking. Uh, at that point, the, the, yeah. my top five are a very good top five running backs. Um, I think they're all pretty close. It, yeah, the top the top part of this class is really good. Yeah. Um, so if you want just like a general overview of Zach Moss, I think he's going to be a really good pro. Santana Moss is his uncle. Yeah. Um, he's he's going to be a good pro. He's really calm with the ball. Like that's kind of what we're saying is. He's almost so calm that you're like, you're a little bit weirded out about it. Yeah, it, you um, kind of want to tell him to have some urgency, but yeah, I, I but think he's, he's doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's doing all right. Um, he doesn't have top end speed, but he's more of a power yeah. guy. Marking, think Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. Like Mark Ingram's not you know, burn her, but he's got good speed. I think Moss has good speed, not great speed. Let's see, four six five forty. Yeah, so not terrible. Hmm? Yeah, you said Mark Ingram. I have, so for my comps that I wrote down, I actually have two uh, just because watching him, watching him run, I was like, I immediately thought one name and then seeing him run another time where he kind of broke out, I thought of another one. So uh, the first one is Marshawn Lynch. Um, mm-hmm. Just because he'll move people. Uh, yeah. If they're, if, and it takes two to three guys to bring him down every time. Yeah. Um, the other one was Ryan Matthews, but a more durable and let's freaking hope so. <laughs> a more a more durable Ryan Matthews. Uh, just the way he ran, it looked like he was running a little upright, and mm-hmm. he he and kind of like Ryan Matthews, he's got okay speed. He's not going to outrun a lot of people, and he's he makes good cuts. Um, yeah. I think that's that, those are my comps. Um, yeah, and then you want to yeah. talk about fit? Yeah. So I thought uh, I thought the Rams would be a good fit, uh, just because I mean they need yeah they, they they potentially need a running back and I he's think he would kind of in that yeah at Utah 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they run a, an offense that I think would work well for him. Yeah, that's a good one. So look for Zach Moss, uh, something similar to the Rams, something similar to uh, Marshawn, Mark Ingram. Um, yeah. Maybe with a little bit more of a 2020-2019 flair yeah, for to sure. them. Um, but in the like second and third round. All right, who's your four? My four is Cam Akers. Cam Akers. Okay. Give us a little bit about Cam Akers. Uh, so he went to Florida State. Uh, yeah. He's 5'11", 212. Uh, so I have him as a mid-late round, mid-to-late second round mm-hmm. uh, guy. I think the dude is crazy athletic, uh, and you can tell just from watching him him run. And he puts in a lot of effort. Uh, I noticed that with his runs, there's there's a lot of motor, and it's he's a seems like a guy that he enjoys running the football. He's yeah, that's I when I saw him. So can't Aker? I have him at six. Okay, so he's right out of the top five for me. But remember, this is a good class, so that's not like yeah. that's not like oh, this guy's a scrub. No, that's that's pretty good. I have him as a, a mid to late second with. So that that's kind of yeah. tells you something right there. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, so did I. Yeah, uh, it's funny though that you said that he's got like the when he has the ball, and this is something I noticed. He does. He has that motor. One of the knocks I had on him when is when he doesn't have the ball. Yes, it's not great. Yeah. Um, so for me, one of the big the big things, and maybe it's because I, I heard it this you know this in this season and then coming into the off season. Uh, that's big for me right now is that if you can't pass, bro, it's bad. That gets you off the field um, much quicker than people who don't pay attention like you or I, as you know, aren't nerds about it. They they'll see a guy and be like, oh, why isn't he on the field? It's because he can't pass protect. Quarterbacks say, oh, you're not going to protect me. Why don't you get off the field then? Yeah, that's the one knock I have on him mm-hmm. uh, is his lack of pass, bro. Um, which, yeah, like like you said, it's uh, gonna keep you off the field. That's I th- I think um, mid to late second was uh, good. I think he could yeah. easily be a third round guy where they kind of try to try to get him going and maybe have him not be in on pass downs. Uh, maybe the yeah. his first first and second down back. Because they're also, yeah, especially early, because there wasn't a lot of pass game production. Um, one of the cool things about him, though, is he was a dual threat quarterback in high school. Yeah. So he's one of those guys that you can kind of run a bunch of stuff, and they did this at Florida State. Yeah. Like, they run a bunch of stuff. Uh, you kind of run that trick stuff with him. Um, but, yeah, I he's one of the best athletes. He has a, one of the, some of the best running back traits in this class. Yeah. If you can kind of put it all together then I definitely think he could be higher than six than yeah. six for me. Yeah. Um, just the tape that I saw was yeah. kind of – I had some guys I liked more that I thought were yeah. more productive. Yeah, I just really liked the the way he ran the ball. Yeah. Um, and then uh, – so fit. You want to talk fit? Fit um, or comp, both. Yeah. Uh, so, so for fit, I have – like he seems like a zone scheme guy. Yeah, uh, gonna work really well in that. I was thinking Atlanta or Miami, um, and comp. I have Duke Johnson. Uh, yeah, I can see that. It's like a little bit of a smaller guy. 
Yeah. Um, but I think he's, um, uh, trying maybe a little bit more powerful in yeah. the run than Duke Johnson. Yeah. But, I, but I not to say your comps yeah, wrong, but like yeah. just to give a general overview. Yeah. He's an athletic zone guy who can also catch the ball pretty well. Yeah. Think if Duke Johnson was just a little bit more powerful finishing his runs. Yeah. And, and, and you've got for sure. Makers. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go three. Three. I have DeAndre Swift. Okay. Uh, out of Georgia, 5'9", 215. Where do you got him? I have DeAndre Swift at two. Okay. All right. Okay, so I think at some point you're going to have somebody. Somebody's got to be at the top five that's not there. Yeah. Or for me. Um, yeah, I have DeAndre Swift at two. Um, let me get to him. So what, what was your what was your round grade on him? So I have late first, early second. Um, okay. I think he's a guy who could easily be a superstar in the league or a starter, um, yeah. if not a superstar. Uh, I really like him. Um, I just like him not as well as two other running backs in this class. Yeah. Um, he's got really good contact balance, just like Zach Moss. I think a little bit better. Um, and he's got really good change of direction. He makes really good cuts, and he runs the zone scheme really well. His, I think his vision's really good. Um, or not vision. His, he, he runs it. He runs zone schemes almost too well. Um, one of the, his weakness I have is a lack of creativity because he kind of just puts his head down when he yeah. sees a, a hole that he wants and just will just put his nose in, whether it's open or not, even if there is a nice cut back open. Yeah. Um, and in the open field, he's not super creative with his moves. Um, that's one of the knocks I have on him. Yeah, I've got, I mean, he ran at the, you know, with the combine, we do have some of their numbers. Um, so let's see, DeAndre Swift, he, four, four, eight. So I, have, I mean, he was sixth overall for this class. Um, pretty good number there. He's got good speed. At, like you're saying, he's got that, that zone scheme, especially when he did the outside where you can kind of string it and kind of decide when to go like that edge burst of speed. Yeah. I like his burst of speed. Um, I like the fact that he can finish runs, especially because mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, he's been around for years. I mean, he was back yeah. there with Nick Chubb and mm-hmm. he was like the, the pass catching change of pace guy. So he can do those things. But then this year, they give him the ball a lot more, and he can show I'm an every down back as well. So I like the fact that he's got experience doing both of those things. For sure. Um, and, yeah, burst speed, good balance, a um, little stronger than you would expect him to be because he is kind of – he's got that at least um, reputation as, like, the big – kind of not a big play guy, but a, a change of pace guy. My only th- thought – and it could just be now. You're, now that you're saying like, oh, he almost runs the zone scheme too well, where he just kind of chooses and goes. Yeah, I, yeah. I think his his vision isn't. That's what perfect. my knock he, was. He he runs he runs with like such perfect. Like he wants to hit the holes like so hard, even yeah. if it's not there. And that I think that's his, my knock. Yeah, I li- I liked the fact that he was finishing those runs, mm-hmm. but I didn't like the fact that he was off. He was missing times where he could could be a little bit more creative, a little bit, you know, a little bit less... Less formulaic. Yeah, 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 kind of. Like, yeah. use your athleticism. Yeah. It's like he was 
excuse me, it's like he was trying to prove that he could do Nick Chubb stuff. Yeah. And not just DeAndre Swift stuff. For sure. And, yeah. you know, can you, what, deprogram that, yeah, yeah. that out of yeah. him? Um, so I had average vision. That was my biggest knock on him. Um, but for the most part... Yeah, um, I still I, think he's going to be an NFL running back. I, I for, for sure. Yeah. I, like, I don't think you're getting a, a bust guy here. Yeah. Uh, and so scheme fit, um, I just have, I, I thought Miami might be a good spot for him. Um, mm-hmm. like their, their sec, their second, first, second round pick, um, yeah. or, or something like that. Now that you say that he does a little bit remind me of when Jay Ajay was healthy and good okay. that for one season, <laughs> you know, that one season. Yeah. Uh, and like everything was right. He kind of runs like a little bit upright. Yeah. Kind of a long strider. Mm-hmm. And when he hits it, he hits it. Like oh, he's going to sure. find the hole and he's going to hit it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you think of that's kind of when Miami was getting rolling a little bit. And that was, he was, I mean, he was good. Jay yeah. Ajay was good that year. I think DeAndre Swift could be Jay Ajay plus. Or he could be uh, what Miami thought Frank Gore was going to be for them, who is my comp for him, uh, is Frank Gore. He reminds me a lot of Frank Gore. Um, just his his build and the fact that he does run so north and south and he has good speed and good power. He's a good speed-power combo back. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just wasn't... I feel like Frank Gore's a little bit more bowling ball. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Than, than DeAndre Swift. Um but yeah, so the the general picture of DeAndre Swift is, you know, one of the top running backs in the class, probably mm-hmm. you know first sec. If he gets out of the second, I'm going to be shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, the Frank Gore style with that north and south and punish it. Yeah, north south runner who can also catch the ball yeah. well is. Can also In my opinion, fl- Frank Gore. Can also flip it on its head yeah. and be not Frank Gore, yeah. um, especially when he catches the ball, and mm-hmm. less when he gets it handed off, um, but a little bit taller and a guy who can kind of kind of break away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your what? What are we second, at? Second, second guy? Second back. Okay. I have J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State. Okay. Who you got? Um, I have Dobbins. Dobbins for me is four. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to remember. Well, we'll go over the where yeah. we got him. So, for me, Dobbins is for what round? So, I have him. Uh, it's honestly the same as DeAndre Swift. I have late first, early second. They were really close to me. The only reason... So, I originally had Swift over Dobbins. And then when I was watching film, I watched uh, Swift Swift's uh, kind of best game, which was which was uh, against Vanderbilt. Yeah. And it didn't really pop for me like at all. Like it he just kind yeah. of he just kind of ran north and south and there wasn't a lot of pop and then JK Dobbins his worst game was against Michigan and he had, he looked better than DeAndre Swift's best film. That's the only reason yeah. I flipped them because they were so close for me oh. that just the film looked so different that I yeah. I I, flop, I flipped them. Yeah, for me they were. I have Dobbins as a as a second round guy. So yeah. second round would be starter, mm-hmm. uh, uh, even potential. potential yeah, potential, potential starter, starter contributor. I would say 
earlier second, so most likely starter. Yeah, is what we'll we'll kind of fudge there. Um, and they were really close to me as well. I was the opposite. You said you had Swift over Dobbins at first. Yeah, and then I flipped them. Okay, yeah. So I had, I had. Tell me what that is. <laughs> the opposite of what you had. Yeah, you so you had you had Dobbins over Swift and then flipped them. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I think Dobbins is one of the most well-rounded, best football players mm-hmm. in this class. Okay. He, I don't. What knocked him for me, and I'll just start with the knocks, is um, not. Full on breakaway speed. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be him. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't run a, a forty at the combine to probably do it at his pro day. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of like we talked about um, with who was it? Zach Moss. Not a lot of creativity in his moves with his in, in okay. being shifty. And then I, I thought he needed a little bit more strength to him. Uh, he is, he's a junior coming out. So, and at 217, I just think he needs a, especially in his hips, a little bit more strength would help him with like his contact balance. And he, he has a tough time finishing runs Mm -hmm. through anything more than a secondary guy. Yeah. So I have, I have his strengths as a, he has really good vision. Um, I thought he had really good vision on all of his cuts. Uh, and he's a really good receiving back. Uh, I thought, but his knocks, I have intensity, uh, which mm. I mean, like, finishing runs. He doesn't yeah. finish runs very well. No. Um, I just thought it was because he can't. Okay. Because he I, wasn't. He doesn't have okay. that strength. That's yeah. why. So, we just see yeah. why. We see the same thing. It's just sometimes you see a different why. Yeah, because I actually have him listed bigger than DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think he would be able to finish runs. I just don't think he does very well. Okay. Um, and also, his pass pro is atrocious. Really? That's what I thought. Okay, so I think he's the best pass pro Oof. back out of the ones that I watched. I just don't think I, he I, does I just it don't the think, most. I just don't think any of them are very good at it. He might be the best one. Yeah, he was really. He was uh, the games that I watched. He was pretty good. He's got his initial. Okay. One. So I have here willing and competitive. Yes. He, Which I almost the rest of them I barely saw willing and competitive yeah. in pass pro. I, I also thought he was willing for yeah. sure. Like there were a lot of times where he was he was finding the right guy and he was trying. It just wasn't working very well. Which I could have just hmm. been thinking he sucked, yeah. but it was working out fine. Um, yeah, so that's just what I had. Because for I've got I've got like good initial pop and pass pro, and yeah, he needs to sustain it a little better. And I guess when I was watching it. I was in a, maybe, you know, maybe it's just like I was in a good mood. Yeah. But when you project project it to an NFL running backs coach, you mm-hmm. can take that willing and competitive. And I did watch some other guys before him, so maybe it was like a, these guys are terrible. At least he's maybe yeah. he's got something where you can build from. Yeah. Um, that's what I saw. Yeah, because he was he was the first one I watched, so maybe I just. You hadn't been. You yeah. hadn't been ruined. But yes, yeah. I did. I do have positive wise, like really good zone instincts. Mm-hmm. I think he, his football instincts are really good, and he's very. He's an explosive guy for sure. Yeah. Um, and so a fit. I I thought uh, Kansas City would be a good one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Catching the ball and being u- utilized in there, pretty much anywhere they can put him on the field, he can, he would he'd do well. Um, and I have LaShawn McCoy with uh, a little more power for his comp. 
I thought he okay. he makes really good cuts and has really good vision and can catch the ball out of the backfield. That was just something I was thinking. It was, yeah. it was all just an initial feeling. But you say uh, you said Kansas City, so I was kind of thinking like Jamal Charles maybe. I have a Jamal Charles for somebody else. In all right. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't spoil that one, but yeah. Now, LaShawn McCoy, I can I can see that, except he doesn't have the um, doesn't have the shake. Yeah, he's not. I don't super, think he's creative. Yeah, he's, he's, when not it comes to to, he's not as side to side as LaShawn McCoy is. Yeah. With his movements, but I, I it was all the vision that he had reminded me a lot of LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, he, he is somebody who. Who sees well? He's gonna take kind of what's given, mm-hmm. given pretty well there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that. J.K. Dobbins is is somebody who I think needs an off season. He needs to go through an NFL season mm-hmm. and then go through an NFL off season. So I'm thinking his second year could be a lot better than his first. Yeah, that, I think that, that that'd be really good for him. Um, okay, so that was two. Who's your one? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. All right. Um, I have Jonathan Taylor at, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Oof. I have Jonathan Taylor at five. All right. He did have a really good combine, so so that could go up. I might need to watch him again. Now, seeing some of the things, I don't know, that I did at the combine. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about him. Let's talk about him now. So, uh, give me... Give me a round and then some strengths and weaknesses. So first I'll say he was my third back. Mm-hmm. It was Swift, Dobbins, Taylor. And then I got, I had watched Swift, I had watched Dobbins, and I watched Jonathan Taylor. And he looked, in my opinion, so much better than the other two. Yeah. Just just in the in the few games I saw. Yeah. Um, and it, it, he, so he runs, uh, he's the best, I think, in the class at finishing runs. Um, and I think his speed and power combo is the best in the class. Um, did have the best run forty for running backs. I didn't the even know I didn't even know that. I just yeah. I was just purely going based off the tape. And yeah, I mean, I, let, let me go through some of his numbers. So he was first in the forty at four three nine, so sub four. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, uh, sub four four. Excuse me. Uh, seven at, at almost two hundred twenty pounds. Yeah. Uh, 17 bench reps at 225. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I think that's pretty average. 36 vertical. Uh, 10.25 in the broad jump. And he had the fourth best three cone at seven seconds. So, good good change of direction. Yeah. A good speed. We knew he was going to be a burner. Mm-hmm. If he gets if he gets to it, he gets to it. You know, yeah. if he gets to that second level and finds a crease, he's gone. Um, did you give a, a round? Oh, right. Uh, so I actually have him also late first, early second. The three, three of them, Swift, Dobbins, and Taylor, are all really close to me. Yeah. Um, so I have all of them roughly in the same area for the draft, late, late first, early second. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had him as, uh, again, he's another second round for, for me, um, which, you know, I think it's starter to maybe even a little bit better than, than that. Explosive, I really patient. This yeah. guy, the amount of times that I could have written set up a block yeah. in my notes was ridiculous. <laughs> I think he's got a really good understanding of run of like running and setting up blocks. 
a guy who clearly studies the blocking scheme and goes with that, which is awesome. Um, a good receiver, good guy who can be productive in the pass game. Mm-hmm. The I underlined twice, knows for the end zone. Yeah. There were so many plays where he just fights through like three, four, five guys and finds a way to get the ball over the over the plane, yeah. which is really impressive. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. Um, weaknesses, I have uh, ball security and mileage. Uh, he's been used a lot at Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, I think that's just one of the things that a team could have some pause about um, is getting giving him a, a big workload early on in his career. Yeah. And um, ball security, he had a lot of he did have, uh, fumble issues. Yeah, especially early. So yeah. hopefully that he's working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think he did what when he got into the second level, so past linebackers. Yeah. I thought he ended up running into a lot of tackles. Interesting. So for me, it was tough because I would see him get there and I would see burst, but I lack of creativity in his moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, a seeming, seemingly to me, lack of understanding of the angles that you're gonna get. Okay. Just seemed like he's got this speed, but he didn't use it all that well to mm-hmm. me. Uh, I don't know. He, ended up being like I got it but I don't get it you know yeah. like it's there and he, yeah. he didn't he didn't find it so that was why he dropped for me um, and yeah some of the mileage stuff but again he's somebody who could be really good and oh, it's yeah. just like all of these are kind of nitpicking at right. some point uh, and so fit I was thinking Houston could be a good one um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I have comps Nick Chubb and Arian Foster. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like those. The, uh, I forgot. The other thing to me was it was hard to kind of reconcile the way the Wisconsin run scheme for me. Yeah. It's so I formation. For sure. Um, I did like to see him come out of out of a split back every once in a while. And he mm-hmm. looked pretty good on it. Like, not, yeah. You know, I. I think that was for me when I saw it. I was like, he looks less comfortable than the guys who do it all the time. Yeah. So another knock, mm-hmm. um, but not a guy. I don't think can't do it. Yeah, I think he's a guy who who's a like Arian Foster and Nick Chubb. He's a he's a very good one cut. I'm hitting the hole, yeah. and then I'm making people bounce off my giant thighs. Yeah. Okay, so recap your your five through one real quick. So five through one, I have. Zach Moss out of Utah, Cam Akers, Florida State, DeAndre Swift from Georgia, J.K. Dobbins, Ohio State, and Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. Okay, so my five through one, and we're going to talk about somebody who who was not on there. All right. Not on yours. So I've got Jonathan Taylor at five, J.K. Dobbins at four, uh, Zach Moss at three, DeAndre Swift at two, and Clyde Edwards Alaire at one. Ooh. This guy we need to talk about because I didn't think it was close. Really? When I watched him, I did not think it was close. If you guys need proof, go watch his Bama game. Yeah. <laughs> watch him break dudes. <laughs> it, I mean, it was to me it was it was ridiculous. I've got him as a one to two rounder. Um, he is 5'8", so there's that's the knock. But people have been 5'8 in the league before. And I have him at 5'7". Okay, so what, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, 205, 
I think you could put up a little bit of weight, but I wouldn't necessarily want him to put on a lot. Yeah. Uh, if he gets two ten, um, I shifty. One of the only running backs in the class that I have shifty for a note for, um, shifty, uh, quickest feet. Yeah. His balance, especially in contact, is amazing. Great vision, mm-hmm. especially when if he gets pressure in the backfield, his his creativity and the vision to be able to make a guy miss and then still hit where it needs to hit the running play, uh, it was really good. Um, yes. I don't know. I just thought that his work in the backfield was ridiculous to me. Yeah. So I have I have him at six. So okay. it's not like he's out of my top eight. Yeah. Um, I I have. I think he's 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 gonna work really well. I have him as a mid third round guy. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> that's low. I have him. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna be not a Rex, a better Rex Burkhead. How dare you? <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be a bad running back. Yeah. I think I think he's going to contribute, and this is just early on. I think he's gonna be like his rookie year. He's gonna be. Rex Burkhead, and then he's going to progress better and better. So what? What? Give me like some of the negatives that got you there. The only negative I have is speed. <laughs> Not okay. very fast. Yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have elite top end speed. He ran a four six. Yeah. Which I mean, if you're it's looking okay. at it, that's yeah. faster than Zach Moss. Yeah. Um, it's slower than Jonathan Taylor, obviously. Yeah. It's it's a little bit behind. Uh, it's a little bit behind. Um, like Cam Akers was at four four seven. DeAndre Swift at four four eight. So he's behind those guys by yeah. Uh, you know, in the forty, a decent amount. But yeah. Um, I think it's it's fast enough to play. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and to me, what separated him, his hands. They're, yeah, they're, it's easily they're, the best. Yeah, his strengths are pass receiving, uh, route running, and yeah. uh, contact balance for me. Yeah, it, it, it's insane. His balance, his yeah. quickness, uh, the the and what proved it to me, he's got one against Alabama. He's running an out route. He gets caught. He gets to the sideline, and Burrow gives it to him. He catches it outside the frame of his body, so he reaches out for it. And, Not hard to put it outside of his frame. Uh, true, <laughs> but uh, he reaches out for it and is a he catches the ball while putting a move on the, on the, <laughs> the it looked like a safety that was covering him. Mm-hmm. Spins out of that and then makes another guy miss. I mean, he was making that Alabama tape. He was making two, three Alabama defenders miss right. in single runs. Yeah, um, I, I just thought he was he was so key. Mm-hmm. To them, and and yeah, he does. He's not in pass pro a lot. When the the limited times you see him in there, he's competitive but not great. Like he's he needs a lot of work with it. But when you're receiving threat, I mean, there you go. Right. Um. Yeah. I. I just think that people kind of knock him for the the size. Yeah. And to me, like that doesn't matter to me. Oh yeah, not yeah. not at all. Um. And like I said, I think my grade, my round grades are going to be tougher than yours are. Yeah. Um, mid-third is, is probably more like a mid-second. Um, mm. 
But so fit, I thought he would work well in Detroit or New England, kind of the Patriots model, being one of the um, yeah. kind of the scat back guys. Um, I think he'd work well. Uh, and comps, I mean, did when you, you're that short and did thick. Did you say MJD? No, I didn't. I said <laughs> Ray Rice. Uh, oh, okay. Minus the punching and uh, yeah, yeah, and Doug Martin. The terrible stuff. Ooh, okay. They both have. Yeah. They're both. Short, stocky dudes with yeah. that are that are crazy muscular and have good receiving skills and route running. To me, um, you could also go Darren Sproles. Yeah, because he's got that quickness. It's not the top end speed for sure. Uh, yeah. I would like to see what Darren Sproles forty was, but that's the playmaker I think that he could be is yeah. Darren Sproles. Yeah. Um, okay, so how about let's just get eight through eight through six. And we'll so, kind of stack the rest yeah. of them and talk, maybe just talk a tiny bit about them. Yeah, so like I said, my six is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, okay. And then uh, seven, I have Anthony McFarland Jr. from Maryland. Mm, that's um, somebody that I've got a note on. Like, I need to watch. Yeah. He kind of jumped out at the combine, so I need to watch him. Yeah, so I uh, he's real fast, uh, and he has good acceleration. Uh, like... Everyone else apparently in the in the class he doesn't pass protect well. Yeah. Um, but that's purely because he's really good in the receiving game. Mm-hmm. They'll sl- line him up in the slot sometimes. Yeah. Um, he also ha- doesn't have great vision to go along with his speed and acceleration. If he could figure out the blocking schemes better, I think he'd be he'd do well. Uh, I think he's gonna be like a mid fourth, fifth round guy. Um, and he plays a little bit like Jamal Charles to me. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. You want to go? You want to do your seven? You want me to do my eight? Uh, give you your eight. Okay. And then I'll, I'll go through. So my eight is Keyshawn Vaughn uh, from Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he runs with a good vision and effort. Uh, my weakness is he's real tight. He's real yeah. tight in the hips, which kind of like uh, hinders his uh, agility and his speed. And yeah. he runs pretty upright, yeah. uh, which I don't love. Um, so I think I think he's gonna be like a like a late draft guy, like a sixth, oh, okay. a, a f- fifth or sixth guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a comp because I don't. I, it's hard to. He's like honestly, kind of different. Like, I wanted to write weakness is athleticism, and I didn't <laughs> know what other NFL running back has, has lack of athleticism. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just jump in. Keisha, I'll start at eight, and Keyshawn Vaughn is my eight as well. I have him as I didn't go that bad. I have him like a fourth. Okay. Because um, I think he does have some some upside. He's he's got you know good power, contact, balance, those kinds of things. Um, almost the exact same as you. This is my my final thoughts. Were NFL size and speed. Yeah. Uh, my negative. Uh, tight hipped. No vision. Yeah. And inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's Keyshawn Vaughn for me. He is at eight. Uh, seven is, and I'm actually going to switch this right now. Uh, seven now is going to become Cam Cam Akers. Okay. Um, who I, I talked earlier about him. Inconsistent. Yeah. Inconsistent. Um, and I, I think he'll probably late second, um, maybe mid third. And this guy jumps out is jumping him because AJ Dillon is actually going to go up the Boston college running back. He's gonna go up to six for me. He, I, I've got him uh, mid two. 
I'm probably higher on him, so I have him that he could drop all the way to early four. Yeah. Um, but I've, I'm bigger on him. He's he's six feet, 250, more of the old school back, but he's got like the athletic traits of now running mm-hmm. backs. Um, just to go over, he had a huge combine. That's why I'm kind of jumping him because his pr- production and like what he puts on tape, you can't deny. But everyone was kind of like, ah, he's bigger. Does he have the athleticism you need now? Right. Well, a 4 5 3 40, 23 okay. reps on the bench, 41 inch vertical, which was first in the class, and a 10 9 broad jump, which was Yikes. also. So his vertical and his broad jump were best in this running back class. So he came to the combine and was like, you guys think I'm not very athletic? Watch That's pretty this. explosive. Yeah, yeah, he's a really explosive, he's big, and he can catch the ball. Yeah. So if he he's somebody that I think could get drafted a little later and be good for that team. Yeah, I like it. He, he could easily be a guy that they pick up and have a lot of value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's running backs. Little That was a good conversation. I love it. <laughs> Um, so, I, yeah, that's running backs. <laughs> okay, so we just decided we are at 48 right now. That was like a 40-minute conversation on running backs. It was a good conversation. I mean, like, these run, this is a re, this running backs class is going to be one of the better ones, one of the more important ones in, the, in this year's draft. Uh, so good, worth it conversation on running backs. But what we're going to do is stop this this episode here and split up a the running backs and the D linemen. Um, so this is the running backs episode. Now that you've got that, yeah. keep looking out for D linemen that will come out midweek um, and it'll break those guys down. Another strength of this draft. Yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty good. All right, so uh, I'm Disney. That's the captain. This is Running Backs, and we'll see you midweek with D-Line. Later.